This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with new Iowa State men's basketball assistant coach James Kane. You may have seen our video report with James, but here is the complete interview with the man who is reunited with Steve Prohm after the two spent four years together at Murray State. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with James Kane. Coach, first of all, uh, you're reunited with Coach Prohm after four years together at Murray State. Just tell me how excited you are to be back working with Steve. Oh, I'm very excited. You know, my first day of individuals, it was like deja vu. I'm just extremely grateful for the opportunity he's given me. We had tremendous success at Murray State, obviously, with champ- winning championships. And, you know, I'm just excited for this new challenge in my life. Um, being back with him, he basically taught me the ropes, gave me my first opportunity as an assistant coach. So I just want to repay him and work hard for him in this program. You and Steve kind of followed similar paths. But tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into coaching, why you wanted to get into coaching. Well, I didn't decide I wanted to be a college basketball coach until probably my senior year of, of college. Um, in high school, I had four different high school coaches. So I really didn't have that stability of, of having a mentor and teaching me the ropes of the, the intricacies of the game. So. Mm-hmm. When I got to college, I volunteered for the uh, women's basketball team under Carolyn Peck, and she, she allowed me to be a practice player. So she took me under her wing, gave me a job my sophomore year, and then she uh, introduced me to Anthony Grant on the men's side. So that's where my relationship started on the men's side of this profession. Anthony obviously gave me my first opportunity to, uh, to become a graduate assistant for him at VCU, and then he brought me on as a video coordinator. After that, Steve Prohm and Anthony were in discussions of scheduling the game, Alabama versus Murray State, and Anthony gave Steve my name, and Steve interviewed me and gave me, hired me and gave me my first opportunity on the road and uh, on the court. Steve described you as a really hard worker. Tell me kind of what makes you tick. What's, what drives you? My mom's from Columbia, South America. She came over when she was 19. She instilled a work ethic in me and from a very early age I just saw how hard she worked to provide and you know since then I just wanted to prove people wrong I had a chip on my shoulder to tell them I could do this I could become a college basketball coach I could be in the NBA and learn from the greats and then bring it back to college so I just had that drive in me I set a goal and I wanted to obtain it so that's uh, what she instilled in me and as you're trying to instill that in your players, that work ethic, that willingness to get in the gym extra, mm-hmm. it helps if, if you share those same values, I would think. So I, I've been fortunate enough to be around some really good players. You know, uh, I'm a firm believer that great players make great coaches. So guys like Isaiah Cannon, Cameron Payne, even in the NBA, um, they just live in the gym. And I saw it firsthand. And they made me become better coaches by seeing their work ethic. And then now they're obviously living out their dream professionally. So I just try to take those experiences and tell these young guys here um, that I'm meeting this, you know, for the first time, what it takes to become successful, obviously. And, you know, successful people have work ethics. Every job's a little bit different. What are some of the things about Iowa State that as you're out trying to sell the program on the recruiting trail, I know you're new to it, but just tell me a little bit about what some of the things are about Iowa State and the Big 12 Conference that you feel like you can really sell. Well, on my flight over here, I was studying the internet, trying to figure out the different intricacies of the university. And my first night on the job, I was here studying the walls of the uh, former players, the tradition that Iowa State has. Obviously, it's a rich, rich tradition. 
the championships, the NCAA appearances. So I just wanted to get that information to be able to sell it to parents and recruits academically. It's phenomenal. And then the net past few days, I was driving around campus, and it's a beautiful campus. I'm just accumulating everything that uh, Steve's telling me and that the coaching staff's telling me. And you know, obviously, it's it, it's a it's a program where championships is the expectation, and that's what we're working towards every day. How excited are you to, to coach in the Big 12? Very excited. You know, it's the best of the best, best conference in the country. Great coaches, Hall of Fame coaches, great players, uh, NBA players. So, you know, I'm just excited for the challenge, being able to watch film, develop a game plan, and, and you know, be able to compete. You spent some time in the NBA with Charlotte. Young players always have that goal. Tell me some of the things that maybe you learned from that experience that you were able to bring back to the college game. You know, I learned that for those players, what got them to the NBA, what they did in college and got them to the NBA doesn't necessarily keep them in the NBA. The work ethic you come up with as a college basketball player, you have to be able to develop even a harder work ethic. You have to even develop a different path to keep you in the NBA because there's some great players that have been drafted that weren't able to make it. And then there's some players that were under the radar mm -hmm. that had a chip on their shoulder that just worked harder than everyone and they have 12, 13 year careers. So definitely a work ethic, the love for the game, being able to take care of your body. I don't think people understand how important that is to take care of the physical aspect, getting the proper sleep, getting the proper nutrition, to be able to have a longevity of a, of a career. How much does it help with the recruiting as we talk about that a little bit, that Coach Prom really values relationships. You know that probably very well by now. And he gets personally involved in the recruiting maybe more than most head coaches do. Mm -hmm. how, how valuable is that to you as you go out and try to recruit players to Iowa State? Yeah, I've been very fortunate that the bosses that I've had are big time relationship uh, driven. So that taught me at an early age that relationships are the most important thing. Now specifically Coach Prom, he's in the trenches. He recruits like he's an assistant coach which is great, you know, it makes our job a little easier. So we just, have, we just have to point him in the right direction, like at Murray and now here, my third day on the job, and you know, he just takes over. Once we identify a player and he believes in that player, he's a great relationship guy. My first day, it was Father's Day. You know, he has two kids and his wife, Katie. You know, he came and picked me up and he said, hey, come over to my house, I'm gonna show you around campus. Special day for him, he obviously has a relationship with me he brought me in and you know, I know his family very well from Murray. His parents reached out to me. They emailed me on my first day. So you know, those relationships go on for a lifetime. And right now I'm just trying to you know, accumulate those relationships with our players. And you just touched on it, relationships for a lifetime. It doesn't end after four years with him, does it? I mean, it's, it is a commitment to that player that we're going to care about you. You saw it firsthand at Murray State. Mm -hmm. It doesn't end when you walk out the door when you graduate from that university. Oh, definitely. Those two years I stayed at Murray State and Steve was up here in Iowa State. You know, we, we reached out to each other every day, you know, twice a day. Uh, he's always checking on me, seeing how my family's doing back home in Florida. So, you know, that just carries on and on and, and it goes beyond basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, it goes beyond basketball with him and he's just a very genuine guy. And that's something that I hope I could carry on with my future career and you know, my, a future family as well. You have an extensive background in video and technology has changed so much. Coaches have had to adapt to that. How big of a part of a teaching is it 
now that you've made those advances, how much do you use video as a tool to teach players? Well, I, I've cut my teeth starting out with my career with video, but I don't know if I'm an expert because I logged myself out of my iPhone last week and I lost 2,000 contacts. So, you know, I'm, I've been trying to battle back from that. But, um, you know, to start my career, guys like Eric Spolstra, you know, he, he, was a, he was a guy that I looked up to to see how he started off with the Miami Heat. I try to learn the game. You know, I was fortunate enough to be in the NBA. I learned from guys like um, Kenny Williamson, the Eggman they call him, um, Carl Hicks, Bernie Bickerstaff, J.B. Bickerstaff, who's with the Memphis Grizzlies right now. And then at Florida, I had my, my college roommate was uh, the video coordinator at Florida, Adam Glessner. He's now with the Detroit Pistons. Mm -hmm. So I just try to learn from guys around me, try mm -hmm. to surround myself with successful people. Uh, in terms of scouting, you know, I've learned what the NBA looks for. I learned what college looks for. I try to blending it all in together. You know, with, when it comes to my scouts, I just try to be as detail-oriented to provide uh, quick information to the players. So, you know, technology is growing every day. Also in recruiting, just not scouting. Bringing in players to watch film, you know, they don't want to be in there for 20, 30 minutes. They want to be in there for five and just try to get the important details to them that they could, they could remember and, and uh, you know, correlate it to the court. What did you heard about Hilton Magic and the success of the Iowa State program? I know you mentioned kind of going and looking at the internet and getting yourself familiar with some of the things, mm -hmm. but maybe even in years when you weren't even thinking about Iowa State as a possibility, had you kind of noticed what was going on at Hilton Coliseum? I mean, it, it didn't take me long. I was always in tune to these game, to the games here, uh, especially at home. Iowa State played on different days than when we played at Murray and Dayton, so I was always watching. I believe it was one game at home that Monte Morris hit a hit a buzzer beater, and the place just erupted. And I, I just you know I just took a st step back and I was like, wow, that's special there. So I've always been taking a peek here and there on on Steve's career at Iowa State and the success that they've had with that staff and and those players and I just I always said that's a special place to be at and you know one day whether I'm on staff or just a fan I wanted to come if, if my uh, schedule permitted it I wanted to come just see a game and, and, and cheer for Coach Prome and the players. As you go out and try to sell the program I imagine that's going to be a big selling point people here care tremendously mm -hmm. about Iowa State basketball. Big time. The fans are phenomenal. You know, they're hitting me on Twitter and Facebook and, <laughs> and um, you know, they, I, everywhere I go, house hunting, they know who I am before I even say anything. And so they're very invested. You know, that's something that's important to me. I'm just excited to meet the fans, meet the administration, meet the players' families and just build uh, the relationships the right way. And I'm excited to meet the coaches and AAU coaches around the state and, you know, build those relationships as well. As you've come in here just within the last few days, what do you think of this group of guys? How's that gone, getting to know these guys? You know, they're very hungry. You know, um, the first word I could say is like, they're, uh, they're motivated. They're motivated. Um, you know, we've had, we've had talks at night. You know, the guys come in my office and introduce themselves. You know, I really didn't have to reach out to a guy. Every guy came in and welcomed me with open arms, which is phenomenal for me. It makes, my, it, makes it easier for myself. You know, last night we watched the draft. Everyone's together. It's a tight-knit family. Chemistry seems very, very uh, genuine. And, you know, guys are in here working. You know, guys are always in here on the court working, working together. It's just not a single guy on his own. It's a teammate. They're bringing a teammate as well. And then, you know, the competitive nature of, of everything. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get a brand new group of guys. And I'm excited to, to get with the coaching staff and learn from them and, you know, just help serve whatever my niche needs to be on this staff and with this team. You know, I'm just, I'm just ready to help these guys. 
in your experiences, how have you found the role of chemistry to be in the success of a team? Is, is it as important as anything else to have a great chemistry within yeah, a team? I think chemistry is one of the most important factors. One thing I've learned working for Coach Prohm, he's phenomenal when it comes to building chemistry. Every team's different. Every challenge, every season's different. So you have to be able to adapt. But, you know, chemistry is one of the most important things, not only in basketball, but just in life, you sure. know, with everything you do in life. So I'm a big chemistry guy. And, and, and in order to have chemistry, you have to have genuine relationships with each other. You have some roots in the South. How do you think you might be able to take advantage of that at Iowa State? I was born in Florida, so I know, I know a lot of the Southeast. And I would just say, with, you know, first and foremost, you don't have this type of atmosphere. You don't have this type of fan base in the South. So you could sell that right off the bat. And then, obviously, the family-oriented culture that Coach Prohm is, is selling. I love the challenge of coming to the Midwest. You know, being at Dayton, I was able to build some relationships in the Midwest. My first phone calls on the job was in the Midwest. So, A, it's a challenge, but B, I'm meeting new people. And that's the most important thing with this job is I just get to meet new people and, and build a foundation somewhere where, you know, I'm not originally from. I like to step out of my comfort zone. And that's one thing I love to do. And that's just how you get better as a coach and as a recruiter and an individual. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that opportunity. Coach Prohm, we talked a little bit about this, the chemistry part of it. But when he says we have a family environment at Iowa State, it's not lip service. I mean, he really does want to create that. Talk about, with your experiences with him at Murray, just how much you could tell that he tr genuinely cared about the players and their well-being, not just on the basketball floor, but as people. Most definitely. So we're four years removed from Murray. Coach Prom is, and players still reach out to him. He reaches out to players. Our former players at Murray were texting me, calling me, congratulating myself and asking how Steve and Katie were doing and the kids. So, I mean, that's just, that's just realness. You know, if, if it wasn't a family atmosphere there, they wouldn't care four years later. And then here, before I even stepped foot on campus, guys were reaching out to me. Administration was reaching out to me. Julie, Vic were reaching out to me. The coach D-Rob stopped me on the road and you know, made sure he reached out to me and built a relationship. So that comes from the leadership. You know, the family atmosphere comes from the leadership of administration and Coach Prohm. So it's just a trickle-down effect. It's very fortunate to have. You don't have that many places. What's kind of next for you? I know you talked about building relationships and Obviously, you've been on the road already. You're recruiting. You're trying to find a place to live. Mm -hmm. You've been through this when you went to Dayton, trying to sort it all out and, mm -hmm. and prioritize things. What are you kind of putting at the front of the, the well, wagon the, this the, time? The front of the wagon is, is my house. i got to find a place to live because <laughs> the movers are coming from Dayton. And they're, whether I like it or not, they're coming. So i got to find a place to live. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to, next couple of days, I'm going to sit down and focus in on that. But just, you know, getting, getting to know the guys getting to know the staff. You know, I'm just excited for the opportunity and, and of, all the, uh, of all the different areas and aspects of, of the job. Um, you know, it's, I'm not a stranger to it. You know, I've been through it. So it's just building it the right way and, and, and getting to know everyone around the program. How would you describe yourself if you're just meeting a recruit for the first time and you're mm -hmm. trying to tell them a little bit about yourself and maybe your personality and what kind of things that you like and, and, and expect from those guys. How would you describe it? You know, I don't want to be a used car salesman. The realness, I'm very honest, I'm very blunt. You know, I want to get to know everyone. If I identify a, a recruit, I want to get to know everyone around him, what makes him tick. I want to know his weaknesses. You know, I, I obviously know his strengths by 
identifying him, but I want to know his weaknesses so I can help him. And a lot of a lot of coaches don't go down that avenue because they don't want to make anyone, they don't want to upset anyone within the family. So that's one approach that I take. And then obviously just just I want to help, I want to serve. You know, I believe the best leaders are the ones that are willing to serve. And you know, Coach Prohm does that. He does that in every aspect of his job. He serves these guys, he serves these staffs, he serves the, this university. So I just want to learn from him and take everything that he does and apply it to the people that I meet, not only recruits, but families and coaches within the state and their surrounding states.